We find ourselves at an Irish-styled pub in Southern California. There's a small table with two chairs, a bar with stools in front of it, and a dartboard and a Guinness sign on the wall. Selena, an attractive young woman in her 20s, wearing a nice dress, a sweater, and high heels, enters the pub warily. She's never been there. Connie, the bartender, an older Irish woman, cleans glassware. Good evening, lass. Welcome to McElroy's. Hi, thanks. Selena sits at a small table and glances around. She opens her purse and takes out some folded papers and glances through them. Connie comes over with a menu. Just one this afternoon. Oh no, I'm meeting someone. Lunch specials ended at three. Here's the dinner menu if you're interested. Evening chef's running a bit late. But if you want, I can throw in some chips in the fryer for you. No thanks, I'll wait. Anything to drink for your lass? Oh, just the water, please. With lemon? Yeah, got some papers. <gasps> Are you a secret shopper or something? A secret? Oh, oh no, no. McElroy's doesn't do the secret shopper. No, just some printouts. Printouts? From online? Homework? No. Rules for playing cricket. Cricket? It's a dart game. Do you play? No. So, what's with the papers? Well, you see, I... I really don't see that it's any of your business. Look, I'm sorry I talk too much, call me curious. Curiosity killed the cat, they say. Uh, tell you what, can I bring you a Guinness on the house? Guinness, that's a beer, right? A pint of the black is a cure for what ails you. Guinness is strength. Once prescribed to expected mothers and exported to British troops in India and Africa to supplement their rations. A Guinness a day keeps the doctor away. Makes a great meal as well. I'm not much of a beer drinker. How about an Irish coffee then? Ooh, coffee, yes, thank you. Excellent. With my apologies, of course. Connie goes behind the bar and pours half a cup of coffee, half a cup of Bailey's Irish cream, and a splash of Jameson's whiskey. Meanwhile, Selena pulls out her cell phone and makes a call. Mindy, I'm here. I know, I'm way early. I didn't know where it was. It's a tiny place. Parking was weird. Right on the street. I looked for the valet, maybe because it's a weekday. Well, then there must be a bigger dining room somewhere else that I don't know about. But I can see the door from where I am. I'll see him when he comes in. Connie returns with the coffee and sets it down along with three darts. Here you go, lass. Compliments of the public house. Thank you. She goes back to her phone conversation while Connie cleans tables nearby. Of course I do, you know me. Afterward, we're going to the Cineplex. Yeah, the new French film. Probably coffee afterwards, I don't know. It's a pretty long day for a first date. I know, you said that before, but we seem to have so much in common, it should be okay. Connie sits down at the table in the chair across from Selena. Look, call me at 5 o'clock, and if it's not working out, I'll... Um, Mindy, hold on a sec. Is there something else? Here's some darts if you want to warm up before I... I don't play darts. Lass, there are very few sports that want, nay, beg of you to have a libation while participating. Horseshoes, bowling, croquet, and darts among them. My advice, if the competition warrants it, have the drink and play the darts. You thank yourself later and have more crack. Mindy, I'll call you later. Smiling, Selena hangs up the cell phone, staring directly at Connie. I'll have more what? Crack, no, no, it's not what you're thinking. It's spelled like this. 
Connie grabs a napkin and writes on it. C-R-E-A-C. It means fun and good times. Oh, I'll use it in a sentence. Last night, my friends and I went to the pub, sang along with the music, told stories and laughed the wee hours. We all had great crack. Selena takes a sip of her coffee. The look on her face shows it's better than expected. Mmm, this is really good. What blend is this? Blend? Who makes this coffee? I made it, Lassie. Just now while you're on the phone, didn't you see me? <laughs> Forget it. Anything special on the telly you want to see? World Cup is on. Ooh, is that sailing? No, it's football. Ugh, I mean soccer. In America, they call it soccer. Everywhere else, it's called football. Whatever you usually put on will be fine. Selena drinks more coffee, smiling, and looking a bit more relaxed than when she first arrived. You have got the telly all to yourself. Whatever you say goes, I should think. Really, it doesn't matter. You have got to entertain yourself somehow while you wait for your date. What do you know about it? I couldn't help it over here. You arrived early. Better than being late, right? I should think so. I'd just be sitting at home waiting to leave anyway. May as well sit here and have a cup of coffee while I wait. Makes perfect sense to me, lass. Funny thing is, I was just waiting around at home, anxious to get going, you know? So I drove on over. I even sat in the car a while, isn't that pathetic? Not at all, lass. Very understandable. It's first date. You're a bit nervous. I wasn't even sure what to wear. After trying on several different dresses all morning, I finally settled on this one with a second pair of shoes in my bag. She pulls another pair of shoes from her purse. Flats, just in case. And then I waited around a little while longer until I couldn't stand it anymore. Selena continues to drink her coffee and smile. It's a bonnie dress. The name's Connie. Let me know if there's anything else I can do to make your afternoon more special for you. Thanks, I'm Selena. Selena? Ah, oh, that's an interesting name. I knew when you first walked into me pub, there was something exotic about you. I'd say you were Spanish. No, 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 something south of the equator. Chilean or Brazilian mixed in with something else. Something just beneath my nose. My father was South African and my mother was Native American. What did I tell you? You said South American. I said south of the equator and something beneath my nose. That's Native American. But you had the wrong continent. A trifling difference. Where'd you grow up? Because if I'm not mistaken, I detect a hint of an accent of some kind. It's called Southern Californian, born and raised. You're the one with an accent. <laughs> ah, yes, you noticed. Can you guess where I'm from, lass? I could take a wild guess, but then I might scare you off and I wouldn't get that pot of gold for catching you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Alright, Char! You snapped off a witty one there. Must be the Irish coffee. I told you it eases the crack. Another coffee, then. Compliments of Connie McElroy. Sure, just like the last one. It was perfect. Coming right up. Can you please tell me where I can find the ladies' room? Alrighty, then. Now, you see the Guinness mirror over there? The big one or the little one? The big one. Yeah. Don't go that way. You end up going through the stockroom, wind up in the alley. Trash cans and bottles, very nasty. You wouldn't like it at all. So you're saying I should go past the little Guinness mirror? No, lass. Do that and you'll wind up in the kitchen. Don't think you'd care to make your own shepherd's pie then, would you? No, but pie, a small piece, maybe with, with coffee, that sounds nice. Not any time soon, I'm afraid. 
Chef's having car trouble. It won't be in for at least another half hour. But if you care to wait, I'm sure he can whip one up and toss it in the oven for you. My, that's fresh pie. Made from scratch every day. My own secret recipe. You'll love it. The ladies' room? Right. Do you see the Guinness sign? The one with the toucan? That's an ostrich. No, lass. The other Guinness sign. The one with the Fruit Loop bird? That's right. Hang a left at the toucan or Fruit Loop bird. Go down the passageway, watch the boxes, jiggity-jog, then straight ahead, you turn to the door, on your right, and you in like Flynn, you can't miss it. Thank you. Oh, but if there's a sign in the door, out of order, come on back and we'll start all over. Blasted plumbing's always on the mend. From another entrance enters Craig, a 20-something lad, dressed in black leather shoes, black cotton twill pants, and a long sleeve button-down shirt and a button cap. What's cracking, Connie? Craig, lad, how's things? Connie pours a pint of Guinness for Craig. No complaints. Pint of black? How could I say no? I'd expect you to be wearing your football shirt. Got a date today. Decided to dress up a bit. How do I look? You left the gate open on the tallywhacker cage. Oh, thanks. He zips up his fly. Running a bit late. In a hurry, you know? How's the dart team? It could be better. Stumpy's girl's been all over him, telling him he's spending way too much time at the pub, wants him home more often, all that shite, you know? Jesus, what you gonna do? I'm thinking of telling him he's gotta quit working here. But he's my sous chef! Sorry, mate. At least she can't complain about him spending too much time at the pub. I would think she'll complain next time about the loss of a paycheck. It's quiet today. Anybody come in looking for me? I was supposed to meet someone. Damn, she probably already left. There's one lass in the bog. A good looker. Says she's meeting someone, too. Her name is Selena. That's her. She's sitting at the table over there. Selena returns, sits down at the table, and drinks her coffee. She picks up a dart and studies it. Well, what are you waiting for, lad? Go on over. She looks different from her picture. What's not to like? She's dressed up so nice, I'm thinking maybe I should have put on some pants from the closet, rather than from off the floor, you know? Look on the bright side. Your shirt's still clean. Go on over. Craig takes a deep breath of courage and a sip of his Guinness before walking over to the table. Hi, Elena? It's Selena. Right. I said that, didn't I? You're Greg. Craig, yeah. Great to meet you. You look different from your picture. Maybe it's the cap? He removes his cap. No, it's not the cap. Craig sips his Guinness and sits down in the chair across from Selena. You know, I thought you looked different too. What was that, your high school picture? My friend took that photo of me last month at the Getty Art Museum. Well, it was a pretty backdrop. Oh, I love that photo on your page. A beautiful shot of Yosemite's half dome in the background. Was it sunrise or sunset? It was night. Night? A night game at Dodger Stadium. Those big letters up on the hill that spell out Think Blue. There's lights in front of them or something. Oh. Are you a baseball fan? Not really, but I've been to Dodger Stadium. I love to people watch. I like all kinds of sports. Baseball, football, soccer, hockey. Field hockey, though. I'm not much of an ice skater. What about you? I love to skate, especially on ice. Maybe we could go ice skating sometime. You could give me some pointers. Sure. An Irish coffee, huh? Yes, it's wonderful. I usually take it with cream and sugar, but I don't recall telling the bartender. I wonder how she knew. Connie knows a little bit about everything. It's a good trait to have in the bartending profession. But don't you find her a little... talkative? That's also a good trait in a bartender. I see you're using house darts. If you're really serious about playing, you'll want a set of your own. Craig takes some darts from his pocket and begins to assemble them. 
You carry around your own darts. Sure. I'm a serious player. Next, you'll say pool players carry around their own stick thingies. They do. Oh. I bet you dollars to donuts that you have your own ice skates. You win, I do. And why is that? Because you're serious. No, it's because the thought of slipping my socks into rental skates is disgusting. But don't you think you prefer the comfort and the trust that comes with having your own skates? You know the quality, you maintain them, you know exactly how they perform. You trust them. They've become an extension of your body, not just some foreign object attached to it. Okay, I see your point. Selena smiles from beneath her coffee cup as she takes another big sip. It's the same with my darts. See, we're both serious, but about different things. Serious, yes, but I like to have fun too. Of course, that's why we do it. What's the point if it's not to have fun? You know, I'm the one drinking coffee, but your drink is blacker than mine. It's Guinness. You ever try it? No. Go ahead, take a sip. No thanks. Really, it's fine with me. Oh, I get it. Rental skates. Connie? Please, a bit of Guinness for the lady to try? Greg! It's no bother. Connie's a friend. Connie brings over a pint of Guinness. I said a bit, Connie, not a pint. You know, in one of those little glasses. Not the ones that end up on my bar tab. You think this is an ice cream shop? They can just taste a little of everything. Besides, like it's gone to waste. I'm not much of a beer drinker. Go ahead. Try it. Mmm. It doesn't taste like beer. It tastes more like coffee. Roasty, slightly bitter, nutty, a hint of dark chocolate, perhaps? Yeah. Welcome to the wonderful world of beer. It's as complex as wine, I tell ya. You sound like a connoisseur. I am. Selena drops her sweater on the floor behind her chair. While sitting, she turns, bends down to pick it up. What's with the crack? I beg your pardon? On your napkin? It says crack? Oh, Connie was just teaching me a new word. Watch what words Connie teaches you. She can curse fluently in Gaelic. She said crack meant fun. That's right. So, if I said the girls and I went to the mall and had some crack, that would be a true statement. Only if you had fun at the mall. I always have fun at the mall. The less time I spend there, the better. Are you hungry for, well, either a late lunch or an early dinner? Sure, either's fine. Sorry about being late. I called and got your voicemail. Thanks for hanging out and waiting. Actually, I expected you later. Well, I gave you the worst case scenario. My car has a dead battery or something. Luckily, I caught a ride with a buddy of mine. Car trouble seems to be on the menu today. What? You're not the dinner chef here, are you? Petey? No. Why would I be? It seems he's having car trouble too. I wouldn't be surprised with his rushed bucket. Anything on the menu catch your eye? I haven't looked at it yet, it's just the one. You can look on if you like. I pretty much got the whole menu member- <clears throat> Yeah. Okay, okay. We can share. Maybe I can make a recommendation. He moves his chair beside hers, and they both look at the menu. Let's see. What would you like? A sandwich? Fish and chips? Bangers and mash is tasty. Oh, my favorite, though, has got to be the shepherd's pie. It's absolutely wonderful. So, what are you in the mood for? Sushi. Sushi, right. Connie, can you please bring over the sushi menu? Come on, lad. You know the sushi chef had to be let go. Too much prattle from his wife about spending all his time at the pub. You're joking. Or joking, lass. Really? You want sushi? I'm always up for sushi. I've never had it. You're joking. You already said that. You never had sushi? We'll have to correct that. 
I'm not so keen on raw fish. Don't even think about it that way. Besides, how do you know? You've never even tried it. Okay, you got me. You tried a Guinness, I'll try a sushi. Sounds fair to me. How about a game of darts? I don't know how to play. I'll show you. Stand behind the line here and throw a dart at the board. It's simple. And for this, you need your own set of darts? It's deceptively simple, like golf. With golf, you hit the ball into the cup. Here, you throw the dart and hit your number. Which number should I try for? We'll get to that. First, try to hit the bullseye. Right in the middle. She throws a dart. Not bad, but you're holding the dart too far back. You don't want to hold it like a pencil. Too little control. <laughs> here, hold the shaft. Oh, it's called the shaft. These are the flights back here. Hold it using these three fingers. Not too tight. Firm, but gentle. He takes her hand and positions her fingers on the dart. There's a sweet moment between them. Both of them smile and try desperately not to keep you going. And when you throw, it's all for emotion. Keep your body still and your upper arm almost parallel to the floor and as still as you can. She throws the second dart. I think you're getting the hang of it. But the Irish coffee might be affecting your aim. Huh? That or those high heels might be throwing you off balance a bit. Not a problem. She goes to her purse, takes out her flats, and changes her shoes. You keep a second pair of shoes in your purse? I'm serious about shoes, okay? That's cool. Well, what if the dart doesn't hit any number at all? Do I get another chance? No. But if the dart hits a wire, bounces back, and you can catch it without stepping over the line, you can throw it again. Catch the dart. With my hand. Yeah, I don't recommend it, but it's in the rules. You shouldn't even throw it hard enough to make it bounce back that far, but some fellas do. I hope your kids didn't have your heart set on food anytime soon. Looks like Petey won't be making it in, but a cold Stumpy. He's coming, but it's gonna be a while. Oh, I've had Stumpy's cooking. Sushi's sounding better and better. I have to say, I thought this was supposed to be a steak and seafood restaurant, not a pub. It's always been a pub, lass. But we have steak and kidney pie and fish and chips on the menu. You know, there's a steakhouse a few blocks down the street. It's called McEnroy's. Isn't that where we are? No, lass, this is McElroy's, 4575 Highland Way. McElroy's is 7545. Ah, sometimes I get their mail. I must have misprogrammed my GPS, but wait a second. We were supposed to meet at the other place. Why'd you come here? I was supposed to meet you here at 2 o'clock. I know I was a bit late. No, our date was at 4 o'clock. I was early. She pulls out her cell phone and checks it. You said you left a message? I did. Craig checks his cell phone and shows her the display. See? That's not my number. But when I called... Are we going to the Cineplex later to see that new French film? I don't know. Is it funny? I have no idea. You're the one who told me about it. That's news to me. I don't know what film you're talking about. Hold on, your name's Greg, right? Right. G-R-E-G? -E no, Craig. C-R-A-I-G. Oh my. Look, Elena, I don't know what- It's Selena. Right. I said that. No, Selena, with an S in the front of it. Craig, lad, there was another lass who came in today about two o'clock. Alone, said she was meeting someone, had a couple Jamesons, and left about an hour later. Looking pretty upset, I should say. That must have been Elena, your date. That means Greg, your date, is probably arriving at McEnroy's any minute now. It's a nice place. Their beer selection, I must say, however, is terribly lacking. Well, I am hungry. Skipped lunch. Too nervous to eat. McEnroy's is only a few blocks away. You can be there in five minutes. Yes, I could, but you know, 
not really in the mood for steak. I kind of have my heart set on sushi. What about the French film? Forget it. I think maybe ice skating after dinner would be nicer. But your skates? You don't want to wear rentals. My skates are boxed in the trunk of my car. You sound serious. I suppose I am. But I also like to have fun. What about Greg? I'll text him. Tell him something unexpected came up. Connie? Put the drinks on your tab. That too. But when you see Stumpy, tell him hi for me. As much as I'd like to brave his shepherd's pie, I believe I'll be dining on a sushi tonight. You got it, lad. I know this great little place. You'll love it. It's the Irish pub of sushi lovers. I don't even know what that means, lass. Don't worry about it, Connie. I know what she's saying. I think I'm going to feel right at home. Ever have sake? That's, uh... Warm rice wine. I see it's going to be a night of firsts for you. I have to ask you, though, not to laugh. My ice skating is terrible. We all have to start somewhere. Shall we go, then? We can grab your skates out of your trunk and grab a cab. I don't think you should drive after drinking too much of Connie's Irish coffee. It's got quite a kick to it. They stand up and gather their things. Craig holds Selena's sweater as she slips into it. Why, thank you. Do there aren't pads at the rink? Maybe something soft to strap to my backside? I spend a lot of time sliding around on the ice. We'll see what we can do. What about mittens? Do they have those? They got them. I should probably wear a hockey helmet or something. I don't want to crack my skull open. The young couple wave goodbye to Connie as they continue their conversation and head out the front door. Remind me to stay out of your way on the ice. If you see me skating toward you, you better get out of the way. How do you stop those things? After they've exited, Connie clears the table and chuckles to herself. I've seen the lad skate. He's in for some crack, all right. Sure hope it's the right kind. You're listening to Scintillating Stories featuring A Little Crack by John McKinley. Adapted for radio play by Ghislaine. Featuring the voices of Ryan of Intervision, Ghislaine, Daniel May, and Stephen Farbman. Edited by producer Ryan. Produced by Intervision Entertainment and What Happens After 2am. With music provided by Nightblue Music and freemusicarchive.org. Check out Nightblue Music on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and on www.nightbluemusic.com. Artwork for the Scintillating Stories logo created by the amazing Lindsay Payton. Special thanks to producer Kendra for encouraging our mission of sharing stories with the world. Catch more shenanigans from Intervision Entertainment on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. And of course, on our website, intervisionentertainment.com, where you can also buy tickets to catch Scintillating Stories Live in San Diego and our upcoming tour of Mickey and Worms starting La Mesa of May of 2019. Oh, and please find us on all the social media apps you use. We're there, and we're looking for you. Finally, help keep the vision alive, and consider donating to Intervision Entertainment on Patreon.com. <laughs>